wonderful friends. Welcome to Faith FM Drive Time. Welcome to Big Q&A. This is the show where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible. This is also the show where we spend a bit of time looking at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. I am Joseph Matichic, Secretary of the Seventh-day Adventist Church in South Australia, and I'll be your host for the program. So welcome along, wherever you might be joining us. Our text line number here is 04888-80811. That number again, 04888-80811. Love to hear from you. Uh, let us know where you're listening and how you're finding this program. Now, today I'm filling in for our good friend Nick Kretter, who normally hosts at this time of the week. Uh, Nick is down in the southeast of South Australia this weekend. Uh, in fact, he's going to be speaking at the Millicent Seventh-day Adventist Church this Saturday, the 2nd of July. And if you are in the area, I invite you to go along uh, to meet and uh, and also to hear Nick uh, to, tomorrow morning, Saturday, 2nd of July, from, uh, from 11 a.m. there at the Millicent Seventh-day Adventist Church. Uh, my co-host today is Tracy Papandreou. Welcome along, Tracy. Thanks, Joseph. It's nice to um, be here with you. It's nice to... I always enjoy being with Nick, but it's nice to have a, another mate across the across the desk to um, speak to the listeners with. And it's great to, for me to have this opportunity. I'm uh, not normally uh, early on in the week, and um, I know you, you generally have the the last segment in in how our how our good friend Pastor Gary Hodgkin formulates these uh, these topics for you know over a five uh, five session five presentations normally. And so you have the opportunity to kind of wrap things up. Up off and, together, and yeah. you're going to do the same thing again today, aren't you? Yes, yes, and yes. Uh, re- really looking forward, really looking forward to it. I mean, this has been an in- an interesting topic we've been looking at here on Drive Time these this uh, these last few days, looking at the issue of the Bible, physical health, and and spirituality. What's your interest in in this whole topic in in the area of health? Do you know I've been blessed to always been be a bit interested in health, particularly since my teens. Um, it just came naturally to me. Uh, you know, I think some people are inclined that way, some people are not, and they've got to really work at it. I've just been blessed that you know that it's kind of been on my radar. I'm also probably really lucky that um, as I was growing up, my father had a friend who was a naturopath and he, he was kind of this... I mean, this is this is in the early seventies. I'm giving my age away now, but um, this was you know in the seventies where you know naturopathy, naturopathy and stuff was not necessarily you know ma- as mainstream as it might be now. You it know, would have so been, would have been a fairly new kind of a thing, wouldn't it? Yes, yeah. I can remember. We had to if we wanted um, proper whole grain bread, we had to go to the health food shop, and the brand Vogel was the only you okay. could get. This little you know, so it was all very you know. Very unusual kind of thing, and not and 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 that kind of healthy food um, wasn't as accessible as it as it is now. So I guess I was lucky to have that in my experience as I was growing up as well. And today uh, you will also connect this, I believe, also with um, 
not just the, the the physical elements of it, but we'll, we, you know, here on Drive Time, particularly, we we always we always like to wrestle with you know with the Bible and how it relates to us and and its importance. And so we're going to look at, at the fact here that even even something as as you know, practical as health is actually a principle, the biblical principle, isn't it? Yes, you know, I've always believed in God, but I did go through a born again experience before I actually came to the Seventh Day Adventist Church. And I was saying to you, Joseph, before we actually went on air, that I was kind of already ready made for the seven-day Adventist church because I already followed a lot of the health principles, but I was the the church allowed me to see mm. that actually a lot of these principles are written down in the Bible. You know, there's so much wisdom yes. in God's Word, and He loves us so much and wants us to be healthy. You know, so we're trying to help bring that out today. Yeah, absolutely. Looking forward to that, and we'll we'll come to that in in a little while. Now, I at the top of the show. Um, uh, mentioned that I'm I'm filling in for for Nick Nick Creter, um, who normally hosts at this time, and Nick is down uh, this weekend um, in the Millicent area, and I should just mention that if you are anywhere there in the area. Um, this coming Saturday, tomorrow, um, that, uh, yeah, you more love to have you come along to the Millicent Seventh Adventist Church, which is at 45 Williams Road there in, uh, beautiful little Millicent down in the southeast. So 45 Williams Road, Millicent, um, and you'll get the chance to, to meet one of our hosts, Nick, Nick Retter. He'll, he'll be sharing down there. Um, and, uh, yeah, love for you to, to, to be there. Tracy, um, this week, uh, we just want to uh, spend a little moment here before we go further into the show. As we do, we we, we want to comment on things that are, that are happening in our society, in our world, mm. things that are relevant. This week, the results of the latest census uh, were released. Now, uh, we had the the, the, the census in, in our country here in Australia uh, last year, 2021. Um, we know that the census is held once every five years. Mm. And it's really helpful because it, it gives a real, real, uh, real snapshot of our of our nation in a number of areas, um, demographics and um, uh, employment and a whole, whole range of things. But in particular, uh, and and often this is this is reported, and it certainly was on this occasion, the, um, these last few days, about Australians um, and and their attitude. I guess. The, the religion, the 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 um, ha, ha, the religiosity or um of of Australians, and the the latest census, the twenty twenty one census, has has shown that um the number of Christians, a number of people who who indicated that they're Christians, that's probably a fairer way to to, yes. to, to put it. Um, the, that responded on the census as Christian, the, the number of them has continued to decline. Uh, and for the first time in this last census, so as of 2021, less than half of Australians now are identifying as Christian. Um, the, the, the number and, and conversely, those who said that they had no religion, that has actually, that proportion, that number has actually increased mm. from, uh, from 30% at the last census in 2016 to now 38.9%, almost, almost 39%. Uh, that's, that's, uh, an, so it's not that far away from a 10% jump, yeah. which is huge. So you, you, you know, 30, 39%, we're, we're looking at almost, you know, 40% of Australians uh, stating that they are no no religion, and uh, and then we find that those who are indicating that they are Christians 
has has continued continued to decline. For instance, in uh, in two thousand and well, in two thousand and six, sixty three percent of Australians uh, indicated they were Christian. That dropped uh, to sixty one percent in two thousand and eleven, and at the last census, it was fifty two percent, and now it's just under. Forty-four um, percent, Tracy. Does does that surprise you? You know, I listened to to that all being reported this week, and I have to say, my heart was heavy, and I kind of just did this big. Oh, <laughs> you know, um, we're we're officially in the minority. You know, it often yes. feels like we are in the minority, but when you get it in black and white, um, down on paper and the stats, uh, it kind of. You know, you know what it, it, it did to me. I thought all of those, you know, legislation and things which, uh, and and bills which which government looks to pass, um, you know, some of them don't necessarily always line up with um, Christian beliefs and principles. And what I thought to myself is, it's so much easier to pass things when. Uh, Christians are in the minority, isn't it? That's right. You know, and that's what I kind of, I, I you know, I'm not wanting to be negative here, but I, I must admit my initial reaction was, wow, I wonder where we're, we're going to go now with this. You know, so, so yeah, I, I, I did have a heavy heart when, yes, I, when yes. I heard that. Yeah, it, it looks like as, as a country we are heading more towards like some parts of Western Europe, for instance, yes. uh, which are increasingly secular. And um, and I I would say that this is a bit of a contrast to let's say the United States where Christianity or sort of religion in general is is still a bit more overt. Yes, um, the majority probably would still have some identification with with a religion, certainly with Christianity. But uh, yeah, here in Australia we 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 have seen that. Uh, Continued, you know, it's not as you said, almost ten percent. So it's it's it, it's a it's a marked marked decrease, and I guess that, that that's a challenge. It means that, um, yeah, we're surrounded by a community that is less and less connecting with with Christianity, with the teachings of the Bible. That, on the one hand, yeah, you're right, heavy heart. I, I feel the same too. We are we are increasingly. When I say we, we who believe in the Bible, who want to follow Jesus Christ, who want to share Him, we and 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 uh, commit our lives to Him, we are increasingly becoming a minority. Mm. On the one hand, that's a real challenge. On the other hand, it identifies for us, I believe, that we have a real uh, mission field here yes. in in our own neighbourhoods. Yes, and I, I would say that we have to be honest and maybe look at ourselves a little bit ah. and say, um, is it that we're not living the life the way we should? I'm, you know, collectively yes. making this statement that it's not appealing to other people. They're not saying that person's got something that I would like to know about. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Instead, they're saying that's not relevant to me. Mm. I can get on with my life fine. You know, some of it may just be, you know, people going along with the whole um, evolution thing and, and, and they're just completely blocking anything out. But I think... When uh, a life is being lived to the full as per 
um, God's principles, yes. and it's a challenge for all of us to be doing that. Um, when when there's joy in the life because of that, then those around that person, you know, they naturally scratch their head and go, "He's different. She's different. Mm, you know, mm. what is that? You know." Um, so I would say the fact that. Um, you know, people are not kind of all that interested in being part of it is a challenge not only to us in terms of a mission, mm-hmm. but it's a challenge to us individually, you know, to take a look at ourselves and say, are you really living it? Yeah, I think that's a really important thing you're, you're highlighting there because part of this, as you're indicating, is actually our own, it's almost our own fault in the sense that yeah, as Christians, we have not lived up to the uh, the understanding and the beliefs and the light that we we have and know and how we should have lived up to it. Yes. Whether, whether you think of it in a sense, um, uh, what, what's been fairly well documented you know, through through the media about um, yeah behaviours of of clergy, religious yes. leaders, yes. You know, the area of abuse and all of that. Yes. Um, so th- that has has lent, that has surely contributed to people saying, well, if, if these are religious leaders who are behaving like this, why would I be interested? Want anything to do with it. Yeah, yeah. exactly yeah, right. Absolutely. And then as you, you also indicating, um, not just that, but all of us, you know, indi- yeah. individually, are we, mm. are we, are we kinder? Are we more loving? Um, are we, uh, living in such ways that, as you said, people will look at and say, Hey, there is certainly something about that. Uh, they have a hope. They have meaning. They have a deeper purpose. I can see that in them. Wonder what it is that, that is their secret because I, I would like some of that. Yeah, and that can only be happening when we're allowing the Holy Spirit to transform us. It's not something that we can, you know, uh, grit our teeth yeah. and and go. I'm going to be a good Christian today. <laughs> That's right. It's not so, not not a not a not not something we can do in our own strength, or our own power. Absolutely yeah. right. And I appreciate that. Look, um, we have um, a great book offer today. Um, it's a book that's very short title. One word. Detox. Now, before we switch off, let me let me share a little bit about this because I'm fascinated by this, and I reckon this is this is a great offer, and I'm sure that uh, people will want to get this one. Um, d- this book called titled Detox by Danny Vieira. Um, the subtitle says How to Cleanse the Seven Elimination Channels of the Body. Now, you might think, oh, this is getting a little bit too, too full on for me. Oh, this is um, a kind of a health Is this freak. all going to be about colon irrigation or something like that? I know. That's, 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 that's what I thought. What's this elimination channels? But it says here that the author, Danny Vieira, has had many years of experience teaching people to expel what ails them. I like that. Mm. We live in such a toxic society. Yet we can purge our bodies from the noxious substances that cause illness and, and disease. And so if, if you're feeling fatigued, have sleep problems, food cravings, restless leg syndrome, uh, an endless list of ailments that keep you from truly feeling uh, well, then this, this book is for you. Detox. Evidence is blatantly strong today that clogged bodily elimination systems are the primary root of today's illnesses. If the seven channels that flush our bodies from toxins are cleaned, we'll be much healthier. So this book will not only explain those seven channels, but more than that, it will give you great tips on how you can uh, flush them out, how you can actually experience detox. Mm. And uh, so this is our offer. Great book, Detox. And to get this offer, text the code 
which is today is SA57 to our number 04888880811. And the Faith of M giveaway bot will uh, reply asking for your details and taken from there. So the code word today for our book Detox is SA57. That's the letters SA followed by the number 57. No space. Text it to 04 triple eight eight oh eight double one well we are going to just uh, enjoy a little bit of music and then when we when we come back we're going to explore today's question which is how can i turn my life around and we're particularly going to look at some brilliant principles that will change you for the better don't go anywhere you're listening to faith fm drive time bq and a Fading memories ignored I crawl across the forest floor Pool reflects an orphan child Dirty, lost, alone and wild Fatherless and nameless still Fallen heart and broken will there ever Be a place where I belong Cow beneath the monster trees And try to stand on tired feet And gravity knocks me to the ground Where I give up and tears roll down I claw the dust and beg the end Curse the day that I began To hope there'd be a place where I'd belong Hear a sound I recognize You lift my chin and seek my eyes Song of love you sing to me I ache to sing it back to thee Father love prepares a place And brother Jesus leads the way Follow to the place where you This wondrous song The forest sang it all along River rinses all your shame And Father offers you His name Father love prepares a home Brother Jesus leads you on Follow to the place where you Welcome back. You're listening to Faith FM. This is Drive Time, BQ&A with Joseph Matichich and Tracy Papandreou. This uh, time here on Drive Time, we've been looking at the topic of the Bible, physical health and spirituality. And in, t- in today's program, we're going to be asking the question, how can I turn my life around? Now, you might be wondering why we're, we're asking that. And um, 
you will very, very shortly find out. So, Tracy, I'm absolutely delighted that you're in today and you're going to be sharing this with us. Let's kick it off. Why why is this an important topic? What what's what's the significant? Why, why might this be something worthwhile looking at about turning our lives around? Well, I think if you look about look at our current situation in society, more and more we've got people with so many chronic um, uh, ailments, and some of those you know can really be life threatening. But even if they're not life threatening, they're um, Life sapping, okay. let me put it that way, yes. you know, and, and that's not what, what God wants for us. God wants us to live an abundant life. I remember, you know, I think of John 10, 10, for instance. Yeah, exactly. Yes, yep. yes. And so, you know, I, I think, um, yeah, we need to, to think about what we can be doing to ensure that we're on the right side of that that ledger, mm-hmm. you know, and there are a number of p- principles that um, we can incorporate into our life that can really, really impact and make a difference. You know, the the other um, the other night, I was actually watching a program where they were talking about Alzheimer's and some of the drug research that they were looking at. And, you know, they've been researching for so long and they haven't quite got this and they haven't quite got that, you know, but even mainstream is beginning to, you know, uh, make more... Uh, firm statements about lifestyle choices can have an impact on on all of these things. Mm, so, mm. you know, I think the reason why we need to be looking at that this is because we want to be on the right side of the ledger yes. of, uh, of, of the health ledger. <laughs> so, so yeah, um, uh, research tells us that around fifty percent of cancers are lifestyle related. Uh, you know, so hey, you know, if we can, so fifty percent, we might not have any control over but you know why would we not want to do what we can to try and eliminate those that have the possibility exactly of of, of touching us um yeah i just think there are so many things anxiety depression osteoporosis diabetes stroke coronary heart disease high blood pressure obesity and i mentioned earlier you know uh dementia and Alzheimer's, all of these things. Um, and we we just want to be living significantly longer with a better quality of health. You know, no no good if if we, you know, live our life like Grandpa did and Grandpa smoked and he drank and he, all of that. Mm. Um, and he lived until he was 90, but the last 20 years of his life were pretty terrible because, you know, he was um, n- not in good shape. So, you know, let's try and do what we can to live as long as we can but to live as vitally as vitally as we can for as long as we can. Yeah, so I really like the fact that you've highlighted there that it's not just um, a matter of um, perhaps the length of it, but 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 the quality mm. and and God wants us to have that that quality. And there are principles even in the Bible that that help us uh, with that. So as we as we look at that. Um, let, let, let's 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 begin then. Um, maybe un- unpacking this a little bit more, more Tracy. How can a person turn their life around? Where should they start? Well, there's a few different things that they can do, um, but um, I think the thing that that is important is that you need to be um, intentional about um, making a change. I think that's. Um, very important when you want to make a change and you have to understand why you're wanting to make this change, what you are looking to achieve from it. You yes. know, a, a lot of this stuff, I think it's so important to be honest with yourself, okay. you know, because sometimes we like to 
you know, not be honest with ourselves, you know, oh, I eat okay, you know, I, you know, I exercise, you know, here and there, you know, I do a bit of gardening, you know, so I'm getting a little bit of exercise. Um, you know, we just need to be honest with yeah. ourselves. Um, I think also too, um, as part of that, you need to dedicate your change to God. You know, he wants us to live this abundant life. He wants to give us that help. Mm. Um, and I think just bringing it to him and saying, you know, I I want to glorify you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in looking after this body that you've given me. So please, you know, come and help me. Send your Holy Spirit to, you know, speak to me when I'm about to go off the, you know, go down the wrong track and give me the uh, ability to to be obedient to you when your Holy Spirit does speak to me. You know, so those are those are some things that you can do, you know. That that reminds me of uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verses 19 and 20 where the Bible actually tells us, um, do you not know that you're uh, you are not your own. You are bought with a price. Therefore, yes. glorify God in your bodies. It actually yes. says we don't just glorify Him by you know singing in church or, or yes. praying as such, but it actually he specifically states to glorify Him in 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 our bodies. And so I like really like the fact there, Tracy, that you are showing that yeah, God um, uh, is interested in every area of our life. Uh, yes. When he redeemed us, he didn't just redeem that part of us that that goes to church, for instance, but every aspect is to be dedicated to him. And so you, you are laying here a very important uh, foundational point, I think, and that is that this needs to be linked to um, to our attitude and relationship to God. Yes, yes. I think when, when we're looking at things right, you know, we see, my goodness, look at this amazing body that he's given me. You know, I really need to honour that gift that I've been given, um, you know, by doing the right thing. Um, I also think, too, if you've got a friend who uh, also would like to make some changes, then maybe, you know, get on board together with it so okay. you can be accountable to each other. I think accountability is very important when you're looking to make changes. So I think that's 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 something that, that you can be um, doing um, to, to help it along. Yeah, absolutely. So if you know that there's a friend who's going to be joining you in this, it's it, it, you've got much more motivation to be get, for instance, if it's to get up or to get out and go for the walk, knowing that they're going to be there waiting or, or relying on you, for instance. So, or you yeah. have to give your reason why you were there, you <laughs> okay, know. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah I, I think um, you know it's it's important for for us to um, do all we can to try and try and look after our bodies, you know. Um, I have, I've always, you know, since my teens been interested in health. Um, but I think all of us need to do a little bit of, um, an audit every now and mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. and kind of look at, okay, you know, where have we got to? What slipped in? You know, um, I had a recent, um, health scare recently with a skin cancer issue. Um, and so, um, I'm now just working with a naturopath working on, you know, what can I be doing to boost my immune system mm-hmm. even, even more. So, you know, I think it's always good, even if you've, you know, you think you're doing all the right things and everything, to every now and then just step back, yes. do a bit of an order. You know, what slipped, what bad habits have slipped in and what good habits have slipped off? You know, so, <laughs> yeah. so, so, yeah. And I've actually, I've got, um, I've got a verse on my, on my fridge, um, 
1 Corinthians 10.31. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. So when I go to open the, the fridge and I want to have an extra something that I shouldn't have, I've got this that, that sits at me but as I'm opening the fridge. So, so yeah, you, you uh, use whatever you can to, a, to help. A, a real, real regular prompter reminder there for you, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's, that's, yes. That's, that's quite powerful. Look, Tracy, there is so much information out there um, about, about health and, and, and lots of ideas. Is there any way that um, people can sort through all of that and get something that that, that are that are principles that are really uh, re- really practical, not just practical, but actually make make sense and are and are biblical? Well, I think one of the problems is uh, you get research that looks at one little thing, you know. So, for example, there's research that says, "Oh, red wine's good for you," but mm. they're looking at the resveratrol from the grapes. They're not looking at the alcohol side of it, and you know, you get all of this superfood. You know, yes, you've yes. got to eat this, you know. Whereas uh, when you look into it, it's really a holistic, okay. um, a, a bringing together of lots of principles to actually uh, bring optimum health. Um, I would say forget any of the fad diets and just apply the principles of new start in your life. And we've got that acronym, so it's easy to remember. And it's the holistic, all of these factors which are important for your health. You know, the more of them you do, the more optimally you'll you'll live. So I'll just go through those. So yeah. N is for nutrition. E is for exercise, W for water, S for sunshine, T for temperance, A for air and R for rest and T for trusting God. Um, many uh, There are many aspects which contribute to overall health. And as I said, how will you incorporate these into your life will impact you know, on the quality of your health. Let, let, let's run through that acronym again. That's a great acronym, New Start. Mm-hmm. So N, nutrition, E, exercise, W, water, S, sunshine, T, temperance, and that's an old-fashioned word, but we'll go through that later on. We will. A for air, R for rest, and T for trusting God. So it, it covers, you know, we're, we're, we're multidimensional beings, and it covers all of that. That that is that's great. I reckon that's that's just really really neat, Tracy. And and you know anyone that's listening out there, love to hear from you. What, what do you think of that as an acronym? Jot it down if if you're able to anywhere there, because I reckon that that's worth recording. That that yes. that um, noting that that acronym. Put it in your fridge if you want, or or something like that. New start. Nutrition, exercise, water, sunshine, temperance, air, rest, and and trust trust in God. Um, so. Let's begin. Yep. Let, let's go let's right from the into top. It. Uh, the, and uh, the first one there, N, nutrition. Nutrition, okay. Well, we need to stay away from all of those processed foods. We need to get back to food that's actually real, uh, live, all of that kind of thing. Stay away okay. from the crinkly packets. If <laughs> I have to make one generalization, if it's in a crinkly packet, pretty much forget it. Um, and just, you know, think about how, how many steps has this been through from when it grew okay. to my plate, you know, and the fewer steps, the better you're, you're going to be, the less processed it, it, it's going to be. I actually like to make it as simple as possible, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I like the Australian government guidelines, which says two fruit, two serves of fruit, 
and five serves of veg a day. Mm-hmm. So if you want to just get it as, as simple as possible and if there's only one thing you're going to remember about the nutrition t- bit today, remember those and be intentional about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, I find, for example... Uh, fruit, no problem. I have, you know, um, a grain, cooked grain of some kind for breakfast with, with fruits. Um, but sometimes my veggies, it's a little bit harder to, um, get those all in. And I try to get, um, a decent balance, a decent amount of those that are actually raw, not cooked, because we know we do lose vitamins, um, when, when we cook as well. So we need to have a balance there. So I personally find that what works for me often is to just do a green veggie smoothie as my evening meal. Now, I have a cooked meal at lunch. That just works what works for me. Yes. So I like to have a, a lighter, smaller situation for for, for dinner, okay. and that's what works for me. But everyone's got to find what works for them, mm-hmm. but just keep the two fruit, five veg, and don't eat between meals. Okay. That's a Wow, there's a lot of tips there. That's that's really great. And I, I can't help but think of um, the fact that, isn't it interesting that in the very beginning, God himself, uh, to the first humans, when he created humans, um, their, their original diet was essentially a plant-based diet. And um, what we find nowadays is that a lot of our foods are so processed and how many steps, as you said, has gone from what that, what that food was originally to, to the end, to the end product. Yeah, exactly. And science is only catching up with, with the Bible and its wisdom. Isn't that now, interesting? You know? Isn't so, that interesting? But sometimes people say, you know, um, it's a little bit hard, you know, I don't have time, all of that kind of thing. So uh, here are just a few tips that, that please, I've got please, about yeah. that. So you need to be prepared. If you're not prepared, that's when you're going to grab for the whatever. Well, whatever's ready, convenient, quick, absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so think about your week, mm-hmm. you know, think about um, what you're going to have to do and um, maybe on the weekend prepare some extra meals, okay. uh, portion them out, put them in the fridge, the freezer. I've done a little bit of that myself today mm-hmm. actually mm-hmm. Um, so that you can be prepared ahead of time. Make sure you go and you do that shopping and make sure you're not hungry when you go shopping uh. because that's very dangerous <laughs> as well. I actually also pray before I go shopping oh, wow. as well so okay. that God will help me to step because I figure if it doesn't get in my house then I'm pretty much more, I'm, I'm less likely to actually fall off the rails if it doesn't get in my house, you know. Um, Also, too, as I said, avoid eating between meals and grazing. Um, Sometimes, uh, and this happens to all of us, you might be actually bored and you fi- and you think, oh, I'll go and have something to eat. And you, if you stop yourself and you think about it, you're actually not hungry, you're just bored. Mm. You know, and sometimes you're actually not hungry, you're thirsty because the trigger is, is the same between okay. hunger and thirst. So just be aware that your, your stomach and your digestive processes need a rest. Yeah. They can't be going the whole time. So to have good meals, you know, some some people will say, but you know, um, if you if you eat big meals and then you're not eating between, you have all of these sugar spikes and everything. If you're eating good unprocessed food, 
then um, your body will manage it because Mm. it will be using those sugars up gradually. But I think, you know, to stay away from that whole grazing plate thing um, is is the thing to do. Mm. Oh, very good. Very good. So N is nutrition. Yes. E is for exercise. What can you tell us to help with that one? Uh, I was actually surprised when I was uh, going through some of the research here and and, um, although nutrition is hugely, hugely important, um, what I I found in some of the research is that they're saying physical fitness is the most important predictor for longevity. Is that so? What they're saying is one minute exercise now equals two minutes of longevity, which is really interesting. Um, and and the idea is to try to commit to thirty minutes of exercise at least six days a week, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and something that's getting your heart rate up. You know, I mean, I know some people kind of say, you know, I exercised, but they did such a stroll that you know, can you really count it as mm. as exercise? Um, so again, be honest with yourself. But again, I know that people are time poor a lot of the time, and um, even. You know, if you work somewhere in a building and there's lifts, take the stairs if you can. Uh, All of these kinds of things, you know, look at ways to build incidental exercise into your day so you're moving. Okay, I like that. I like that. Um, And... um some people, some some say that 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 and just just don't like exercise. Yeah, and that's true. That's true. I've got a girlfriend overseas, and she says, "All right, for you, you like you like it. You know, I hate it. You know." And actually, last time I was speaking to her, I could see on the on the camera, I could see her um, walker behind In her the the exercise machine behind her. I said, "When was the last time you used your exercise machine?" She said. Uh, ages ago, I'm uh, not using it. I said, oh, why? She said, because I'm lazy. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, it, it is really hard and harder for yeah. some people. But, you know, um, I think with anything, um, what do they say? It's about a month to actually develop a habit, right. you know. And I think that, you know, <laughs> people may not like this, but sometimes if it's something you're not used to doing, something not that, you know, you're not jumping out of your skin to do, you have to actually just, do it and do it and do it and do it until it actually becomes habit. And by then, you know, the body will be feeling better. The endorphins will will be pumping. Yes. And you'll get to the stage where you actually do begin to enjoy it, you know. Mm. I've got a mum who she's almost 80. She gets up at 5.30 almost every morning to go to the gym. Wow. And I think she might be actually addicted to it, <laughs> you know, but that can happen because your body gets all of those great, uh, uh, those brain chemicals pumping that make you f- feel so good mm. um, that, that yeah, those benefits can happen. But sometimes you've got to be a little bit persistent until you get to that stage. I would say too, um, you know, it's best if you can do your exercise out in the fresh air. I know that's not possible for everybody, but you're getting two benefits in if you do that. You know, we're going to talk about air later on, mm, but if mm. you get the air and the exercise in together, well, then you've got two for the price of one. So, you know, if you can do it that way, then then that's good. I, might, I would also just say, if possible, it's good to do your exercise early in the morning. I know that's not always possible for people, um, but it removes the temptation of skipping the exercise when you return home tired from where I know if I don't do exercise in the morning, it doesn't get done. Doesn't, doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah. Thank you, Tracy. Next in New Start is W. 
W is for water. Now, water, that's been quite a, I think, a, a, it's been a really popular thing. A lot, of, I think, in the last few years, people have really understood the value of water. Is that correct? I think so. I think so. But uh, unfortunately, I think it, it's often adulterated, ah. you know, because um, uh, people, some people not used to the taste of water. They don't like the taste of water. So unfortunately, we often get situations where water, but we'll add this and we'll add, you know, this and that. And you so, know, just, so it's not a case of saying, oh, well, I, I, I take fluids, you know. And, no, no. Okay. So well, why, why water specifically? Well, why just water? Well, because I think we're trying to, you know, one of the, one of the functions of water, and I wonder, you know, that detox book will probably yeah. have a lot to say about it. But one of the functions of water is to actually flush our system to keep all of our cells hydrated. You know, we have, we're electrical beings, okay. you know, and our, and our cells generate electricity. And we know in the science of electricity that you've got to have, you know, the, the liquid there to actually fire up things, you know. So, so, so yeah, I mean, but also to, you know, our bodies are 75% water and when you think about that you know that's a lot so, you that's know a lot, that's, yep. that's that's a, that's a lot a brain is 85 percent water huh. you know so Incredible. you know it's just making sure that that we've that we're um that that we're keeping our bodies topped up the way we need to you know what i found in this research was really um amazed me um that water is uh, important in reducing the risk of heart attack as well i thought how is how mm. is that you know i mean i don't ever hear any doctor saying to heart patients um make sure you have more water mm. um i've got a brother who unfortunately has had a couple of heart attacks and you know all they've kind of said to him is you know here's here's the drug take take it yeah. you know um but what i what i found when i looked at this research is that it's got to do with the um the blood becomes sticky okay. and we know that the blood is the vehicle for carrying the oxygen to mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. all our cells and when the cell becomes sticky the the blood becomes sticky not as much oxygen can actually be taken up by the cell and distributed through to uh, the various cells throughout the body mm. so you see how and and uh, you know oxygen to the heart is so important so so that's where where that's uh, implicated um, but not only um, in in um, the the heart, um, the health of the heart is also implicated in kidney stones, gallbladder disease, constipation, urinary tract infections, glaucoma, blood clots. Um, there was a 2018 study that said basically not drinking enough water can be as harmful to your health as smoking. Wow. <laughs> you know, that's, that's really yeah, hard yeah, to believe. And yeah. this is scientists, you know, they've been through and they've looked at all these things. Um, uh, yeah, we, we should be reducing the amount of tea, coffee, soft drinks and fruit drinks that we have and just drinking good, pure water. Um, we can also, you know, we can we can drink tap water and, and just filter it with mm-hmm, a charcoal mm-hmm, filter. Mm-hmm. Um, we're lucky in Australia. Our, our water is fairly good compared to some other countries. Um, but, but, yeah, I think um, just making making a habit of of drinking water because some people haven't developed that that habit and when we get to the stage where we actually feel thirsty well our body's really quite hydra- dehydrated ah, by that stage okay so that that's not a sign that that you're 
kind of okay. It's actually an extra warning that yes. you should have already consumed yes. water and and probably had more had more water. Yes. And um, yeah, and no, I thank you again. Brilliant. I mean, back to absolute basic. The water itself. There is no substitute for water. God created water, and again, we see it's it's important. Well, we've covered the three new. We're going to come back to the rest of the acronym start straight after this break. Uh, thank you so much, Tracy. Uh, let's enjoy this little bit of music. You're listening to Faith FM Drive Time. And actually, before we do that, though, Tracy, I do want to remind our listeners about our book offer, Detox. Um, this is that, that book that uh, we are offering today. The code for today's book offer is SA57 to our number 048 um, and so all you need to do is text SA57 and uh, you'll be able to uh, get that, that that book to you. And uh, we've already had a number of people that have uh, taken up the offer. That's, that, that's right. fantastic. I want a book. <laughs> Detox by Danny Vieira, How to Cleanse the Seven Elimination Channels of the Body. Uh, is our book offer. So let's take a break and we'll come back uh, to wrap up our show. You're listening to Faith FM Drive Time. Fading memories ignored I crawled across the forest floor Pool reflects an orphan child Dirty, lost, alone, and wild Fatherless and nameless still Fallen heart and broken will there ever be a place where I belong? I cower neath the monster trees And try to stand on tired feet Gravity knocks me to the ground Where I give up and tears roll down I claw the dust and beg the end Curse the day that I began To hope there'd be a place where I'd belong I hear a sound I recognize You lift my chin and seek my eyes song of love you sing to me I ache to sing it back to thee Father love prepares a place and brother Jesus leads the way follow to the place where you belong how did I miss this wondrous song the forest sang it all along River rinses all your shame And Father offers you His name Father love prepares a home Brother Jesus leads you on Follow to the place where you Welcome back. You're listening to Faith FM Drive Time, big Q&A uh, with uh, Joseph Matichic and Tracy Papandreou. And we have uh, been looking here at health principles, principles that are actually universal. And uh, 
a great way to to summarize them is using this acronym New Start. Now, Tracy, you led us through the first three: N nutrition, E exercise, and W for water. We're up to S, and yes. S is sunshine. S is for sunshine. Why do we need sunshine? We need sunshine for vitamin D production. We have a, cl- a cholesterol-like substance in the blood that transforms into vitamin D when it's exposed to the sunlight. And why is vitamin D so I- important for us? It plays a role in regulating calcium levels. Uh, a deficiency can cause osteoporosis. Um, and it plays an important role because it's a steroid hormone in gene modulation. And this can help to turn on health-promoting genes while suppressing bad genes, especially genes that promote cancer. Um, and it's also very important, plays a very important role as, as an antioxidant. So you can see, you know, very important. And I wonder whether, you know, people not getting as much vitamin D these days, um, you know, there's all of the sunscreen and mm. everything, that that might um, be playing a role in terms of, you know, cancer perhaps. Um, so, especially when you see it, this is, you know, it can turn off bad genes. Now, of course, we we immediately think of sun and we think of its um, dangers as far yes. as um, damaging the skin, sunburns, you know, skin cancer. So, w- what do you say to that? Well, we've got to be careful, haven't mm-hmm. we? You know, mm-hmm. we're not advocating that somebody goes out and lays in the sun for two hours, you know, till they're red as a red as a lobster. Mm. Um, you know, we need to to be be wise. About this, somebody who's fair can they'll they'll be producing vitamin D quicker than somebody who has dark skin because of the way that um, the the cholesterol uh, right. in the skin re- um, relates uh, works with the with the sun. Um, so you know you really only need about you know ten to twenty minutes, twenty to thirty minutes. Um, um, depending on what your fairness of, of skin is. Um, and uh, just be aware that the UVB ultraviolet light is the one that actually um, uh, helps with the production of vitamin D, while the UVA is the one that is dangerous for you. So maybe have a think about that mm. when you're choosing your sunscreen as well. But what I like to do is just um, uh, con- consciously at the right time of the day um, – Try and get a get a little bit of um, mm-hmm. bit of sun. So you know, just just make a habit of of trying to you know get your sin, skin exposed to the sun. Well, all the terms so far made easy sense: nutrition, exercise, water, sunshine. Now we come to T for temperance. What is temperance? We don't yes. use that word, do we? Yeah, it's a bit of an old fashioned word, isn't it? What does it, it mean? Yeah, it basically means you know having balance, controlling ah. yourself. Um, I actually think it's a balance between, you know, what you know is good for you and um, your passions, if you like. One of the definitions is a habitual moderation in the enjoyment of a natural appetite and, and this this um, definition said, especially in the drinking of alcohol, but we could say food, you know, uh, time on the internet, all of those kinds of things. It's balance, okay. having balance. Yes, yes. So, you know... Um, if we think about things, obesity is becoming really widespread, and that's that's related to temperance. People not knowing, you know, when to stop. Okay. You know. Okay. Um, now, so, now, what about the alcohol one? I mean, that that's that's a real. You know, people say as long as you do it in moderation. So, let let, let let's really be clear yeah, on that well, one. Yeah. Well, well, you know, I've got some friends that I have, you know, those kinds of um, um, discussions with. Um, I just put it this way. Uh-huh. If you're a Christian mm. and you want to be led by the Holy Spirit, 
the Holy Spirit uses the mind uh, to actually communicate to us. Mm-hmm. I personally don't want to be doing anything that gets in the way of the Holy Spirit leading and guide me. I don't think I can honestly pray to God, please send me your Holy Spirit to lead and guide me if I'm deliberately doing things to cloud my mind. Now, people okay. might say, but with one drink, I'm okay. Well, actually, you know, they've shown that with one drink, your inhibitions Mm -hmm. uh, drop. Mm -hmm. And I Mm -hmm. just think about things like with one drink might mean the difference between whether the Holy Spirit can say to me, Tracy, you know, that sentence that you've got in your head that you're about to say to that person, don't say that, Mm. you know. So that's from a spiritual perspective. But, you know, we also know that um, alcohol itself – um, it's a preserver, mm-hmm. right? You know, it, it it it's a thing that they use to preserve organs and things like that. But I I don't believe it's a preserver of our organs inside <laughs> us. You know, no. uh, it's a it's a very strong liquid that is not meant for for um tender tissues. You know, I I just think it it it's. We're not glorifying God no, and, no. and with, with, you know, the gift of, of this amazing engine that he's given us when we deliberately go and do things yeah. that, that minimize all of that. Now, Tracy, we need to hasten on and to finish the acronym. Um, a is for air. And I guess we're looking here at points of fresh air. Yeah, the best air to breathe for optimum health is oxygen-rich, negatively charged air. And you get that around rivers and waterfalls, beaches, forests, mountains. So here's your invitation to get out, um, maybe on a Sabbath afternoon, Saturday afternoon, ah, if you can, yes, get out yes. and enjoy a, you know, a forest walk or a beach walk. Um, just enjoy that because um, you're getting extra benefits when you're um, taking any good fresh air is good, but um, in those environments, it's even even more um, charged with oxygen. So um, spend more time in nature. Um, one thing I would say is to people, sleep with a window open because ah, it increases okay. the negative ions in your home. Um, Which is interesting. Just very quickly yeah. on that one, in, in, light, in light of our current COVID pandemic, it's been interesting how we're, people have been um, highlighting the importance of Fresh circulation, aren't they? Yeah, it's really important. You know, there's there's this tension be- between conserving energy, you know, blocking <laughs> up all of the the drafts and, and the, the gaps vents, and yep. everything. When actually, in fact, some of that's probably pretty good for us, <laughs> yes, you know. Yes. But anyway, um, also to um, you know, step outside for a minute every hour at work if you're able to do that, just to take in some fresh air, okay. you know, to get away from the desk. Um, also, indoor plants are quite good to. Ah. Um, um, because if they've got a large surface area, they're shown to reduce contaminants in the air. So think about that in your home as well. Very good. Very good. Well, we've come down to R. R stands for rest. And this is so important. Um, you know, people not getting enough sleep is a little bit of a um, um, bit of a, a pandemic <laughs> these days, if, if you like, you know. Yes. Um, and people like to think that they don't, Needed, but really, they the the science shows that you know um, you really need to get between seven and nine hours, mm-hmm. depending mm-hmm. on the person, yep. and it is very very um, 
important for your immune system. Okay. So, you know, um, studies have shown that um, your immune system suffers. If you regularly sleep less than seven hours each night, your immune system suffers, making you three times more likely to get sick. Wow. And what this study said was that's a, that equates a risk of dying. Your risk of dying increases by 21% in women and 26% in men. So that's pretty pretty big yeah. um, so that's really important also if you're trying to watch your weight okay um, sleep's really important because if you don't get enough sleep it throws out all of your metabolic processes and um, uh, you find that you're more hungry I find personally I know this to be true if I have a bad night's sleep the next day I wake up and I'll be mm. ravenous and and I also want to eat all of the wrong things. So, you know, all of these things come together. But one of the things, the body's very active during sleep. And one of the things it's doing is removing the free radicals involved in many disease processes. Um, so it's important, you know, um, that you you're, that you get enough sleep. So these repair processes can be done. Mm. We well, have to come to the last letter, T. T, which is for trust in divine power. How does that impact health? Well, new brain scan research has shown that spiritual practices can improve memory and may even slow down aging processes itself. But I would like to say one of the things I think that's a, the, the, a big thing about it is the peace mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. it brings when you have trust in God. When you know that you can give your issue to God you don't have to carry it on your shoulders. Um, it brings a great peace, and I think that um, really reduces anxiety, um, depression, and other neurological stress. So I think that's really important. I like the way that this, this brings it all together. Um, new start, N for nutrition, E for exercise, W for water, S for sunshine, T for temperance, A for fresh air, R for rest, and the last one, T, which is trusting God, having having that relationship with God. Um, any final thought there as we as we wrap up because our time has gone. Um, but it's it's interesting. New start, a great acronym for how we can um, uh, turn our lives around. I would just say health is important. The habits you practice today become the life that you'll live tomorrow. You can't change everything overnight. Choose one thing and practice it until it becomes habitual and then move on to the next. Um, prepare well so you can have success and give, give your, dedicate your new change, your new start to God because he wants you to have success in that. Thank you very much for joining us on Faith FM Drive Time. Our time is finished for today. Thank you for joining Joseph Matichich and Tracy Papandreou. Hope you can join us again. May God richly bless you all.